NBA, Australia, how are you? How you going? You going all right? What's cracking? Happy uh, Christmas. What do you think? It's, uh, what is it, Monday? December 27. This is NBA Australia. I am your host, James Clements. I am sometimes a writer. Uh, but I'm just here, chang- chilling out, hanging. I was just changing out. There you go. Chill hanging out at uh, Chateau de la Mora. Amor Studios, there you go, Dan and Lorne, hanging out, giving you the ins and outs of the NBA, while on holidays, <laughs> that's what I do, don't tell me that I'm not working hard for all that money that I'm raking in with the old NBA Australia, jeez, but anyway, we are here repping Australia a bit, that's what we do, we don't take things too seriously, but uh, we do take changing seriously, <laughs> so much chill hanging, oh man, we just got a brief holiday show for you today, we just, I just wanted to jump on and uh, quickly wrap the Christmas Boxing Day games and a pretty wild and wonderful, weird, bizarre weekend and more COVID shit, all that sort of stuff, uh, so we'll do some real uh, quick, 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 quick Christmas Day winners and losers, we'll cover all the games from, uh, what was it, last Friday, uh, then as of course, obviously Saturday, uh, Sunday and then today, so that'll be fun. A little bit of that old, the, that's not a knife, old mate, no mate, spot of the night, better than Lonzo Ball. Might do some year Nas. And that'll just be it. I reckon we'll preview a couple of sh- couple of days worth of games as well at the end of it all for you. So, righto, with all that in mind, let's probably well get to it. Ep- episode, what is it, 728, I think, of NBA Australia? Shit, that's alright. Holiday vibes. Changing out. Let's go. This is Joe Ingalls, and you're listening to NBA Australia. Watch out for the shark attack. All right, that's right. You better watch out for the patty attack if you're the Lakers. Oh, Lord, what a Christmas it was. Hope yours was gnarly. I spent mine, I don't know. You do the thing, right? You wake up, you've got a kid. He's beside himself. He's like, this is great. The best part was he had to sleep in. I had to go wake him up and go, Oi, Santa came. What are you doing? He's like, oh, jeez. It's pretty gnarly. Anyway, uh, well, let's start. <laughs> and then, you know, you're bouncing around. I've got family up in what? Obviously up in Ballarat, which is where I grew up. So you're fanging around. You just, you sort of get to the end of it. You're like, I need about 80 more beers. I feel like all I've done is travel. But anyway, it was all good. Had a great one. I hope you guys all enjoyed it. And now I'm just, you know, down in the lawn, chilling the fuck out for the next couple of weeks. So expect a few of these just shows popping up. I reckon, what, what did I say, two or three times a week? That sounds about right. We'll see how we go. Uh, but I really just wanted to cover this one off because there is a bit of news from over the weekend, obviously. Let's get into it. The Daily Whip Around. Josh Giddy today. Very much enjoyed that. I don't know if you uh, saw this, but Gids just drops a 0.10 rebound, 10 assist game. It's the uh, second player ever to get a double-double without scoring. Norm Van Leer did the old 0-11-13 back in 1971. So Josh Giddy and Norm Van Leer, they're basically the same. I love it. Let's fucking go. Uh, the other news, Woj is popping up. He's like, oh, I've got some Christmas news for you, a.k.a. they wanted me on this Christmas segment and I better come up with some shit. <laughs> I love that. Why just like, fuck, man, I'm going to be hanging out with my family. I'm going to come up with the news. Fuck. Meanwhile, Shams is just like, whatever, bro. Uh, the in-season tournament is back on the agenda. No shit. It's always on the agenda. They just need to agree what the fuck they want to do. But either way, 
the negotiations are ongoing, apparently between the Players Association, the league, etc., and how uh, you have the pool games as part of the regular season schedule. But the interesting part is it does feel like this is pretty bang on about reducing the actual regular season from 82 to 78 games. And there's going to be a purse of a million bucks per player for the team that wins it, obviously. And there could be obviously more financial and other incentives before they agree to this, a.k.a. do they get like an extra pick somewhere? Like, what the fuck's going to happen with this? Either way, the NBA is like, well, shit, we've just lost a shit ton of money thanks to COVID, uh, which is not going away, BT Tubbs. I'm going get to get to that in a second. But the vibe is it's like, well, we need more TV deals. We need to sell something to fucking, I don't know, Amazon or Netflix as an exclusive. This would be gnarly. Let's do it. I just think it should be a sick fucking knockout tournament. Off you go. It's your FA Cup, isn't it? You know? That's what I'm talking about. But anyway, look, uh, basically they want the regular season games to count for your cup. And then the eight teams with the best records out of this one, they go basically to a single elimination tournament, which is pretty cool. Off they go. And they want it to culminate prior to Christmas. Why? Why not just have it culminate on fucking Christmas? Call it the Christmas Cup, you idiots. Why do I always have to be the fucking VP of Common Sense NBA? You idiots are being paid so much fucking money. I'm sitting here yelling into a microphone, half cut, <laughs> just yelling shit, and already I've figured this out. You fucking morons. VP of Common Sense. All I ask for, Adam Silver, is a six-figure deal. We'll figure it out. Either way, the in-season tournament's back on the agenda. Just fucking get it done. Just stop fucking blah, 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 blah. Just do it. Figure it out on the fly, you nerds. Uh, Paul George, he's out for three to four weeks with a... Uh, torn tendon in his elbow which sounds horrible and it's like three to four weeks what does your elbow grow back quicker than fucking everything else but either way um it might be just a strain or at least a partial tear but either way not great for paul george not great for the clippers because you know they don't have Kawhi, they don't have paul george they're up shit creek what do you know donnie mitchell he's got a back strain out for there for the utah yaz i believe it's a soft j he's out for the next couple of games and what else? COVID protocols. Who are the latest big names out? I don't know, Draymond. So that bodes well. Fucking hell, that means everybody in the Warriors has now got it. Uh, the amount he talks, holy shit. Draymond, put on a mask. I have a mask. Did he Did he eat his mask? What happened? Fuck. Either way, uh, that's going to be pretty crazy. Bit shit. Uh, Crowder and Alfred Payton there for Phoenix. So the Warriors and the Suns have just played each other. We've now got positive tests. Guess what's going to happen next? Yeah, it fucking sucks. Nurk and Cody Zeller, the bank teller, they were two of the latest seven Blazers to get it. The Bulls, they finally lose Lonzo. Having gotten everybody back, they then lose their fucking coach, Billy Donovan. Billy D! He's gone. Lonzo's out. Uh, and the Hawks, John Collins, that's a tall cocktail, and their rookie, Jalen Johnson, they're in there as well. Uh, what else we got? Trey Young, Kevin Hoyter, they're still in it. And the, uh, I don't know, what, the latest news for Ben Simmons. What do you reckon? The Lakers are still keen, obviously, but the Cavs have popped up as one of the more realistic destinations. Like, yeah, no shit. They've got big, big contracts. They've got a couple of young dudes they don't even like. So maybe that'll happen. Right, let's do some game wraps. So from Friday, game wraps, 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 game wraps. Uh, Friday's games, I did a show on Friday, you might remember that. It was the 12 days of Christmas, the 12 days of NBA Christmas. I enjoyed that one. That was fun. I thought it was pretty funny as well. Either way, uh, the games that happened that day, Indy beat Houston 118-106, the Pelicans 
beat the Magic Men 110-104. Atlanta hilariously beat Philly 98-96. Detroit, they lost in Miami in a heartbreaker 115-112. Washington beat the Pants of the Knicks 124-117. Milwaukee took care of Dallas in Dallas 102-95. The Hornets went into Denver and beat the Nugs 115-107. OKC got beat by Phoenix 113-101. The Yaz... Took care of the Wolves, 128-116. Should have been more, but what are you going to do? Uh, Golden State handled Memphis, 113-104, thanks to Steph absolutely smashing it. Rock'em, sock'em, block'em, jock'em, big cock, jock Landale. Helped the Spurs kick their shit out of the Lakers. Guess what? That's going to come up again later. <laughs> 138-110. Chrissy Day, you had Atlanta versus the New York City Knickerbockers of New York City. The Knicks win this one 101-87. Bit of a uh, snoozer. So, you know, this is the game that pops off at 4 a.m. So you wake up, you re-watch this game, you're like, well, this this is fucking horrible. (laughs) And that's exactly what it was. Whatever. Milwaukee-Boston, though, was an absolute barn burner. Comes right down to the end. Boston fuck up a couple of times. Wes Matthews in place to get an amazing go-ahead three. They win at 117-113. Absolute scenes in Milwaukee. Uh, Golden State, they beat Phoenix 116-107. Even without Paul, without Wiggins, without Lee. All because of... That's right. Otto, I like to get blood to Porter. Loved it. Phoenix just sort of... uh, I feel like they played a bunch of games sort of heading into this and they kind of ran out of gas. Brooklyn took care of the Los Angeles Lakers of Los Angeles, California. 122-115. All because of... That's right. Patty fucking thrills. I loved it. How good was that? What a game, Patty. Equal career high. Guess what? He's going to pop up again in a second. Uh, And Dallas couldn't quite match it with Utah. This was a really good game. So the best part about Christmas Day was that four of the five games were really fucking good. And they were all the ones that we could actually watch on a normal, regular schedule. So Utah beat Dallas 121-16. Really, like, the extreme Zingamer wasn't bad. Uh, But, yeah, it's like the one where you watch Dallas and you're like, if they have Luka, this is a lot more fun. Yeah, off you go. Uh, what else? De- December 27th, so today, uh, post-boxing day. Miami beat Orlando 93-83. The Cavs kicked the absolute shit out of the late, uh, the Raptors, 144-99. Philly handled the Wiz, 117-96. Kicked the shit out of them. Montrez Harold just got absolutely fucking obliterated by Embiid a couple of times. The Grizzlies, they beat the shit out of Sacramento, 127-102. The... Oklahoma City Thunder turn around off that giddy 0-10-10 performance 117 beat the New Orleans Pelicans New Orleans Pelicans beat the Thunder 112 Detroit got absolutely smoked by Big Cock Jock uh, and the Spurs 144-109 Indy lost in Chicago 113-105 Chicago without a coach still no problem for Indy and uh, the Clippers they lost at home against Denver, 103-100, because the Joker just went, all right, I'm going to fuck around and kick your ass now. Off you go. Right, let's do some uh, brief Christmas winners and losers then, shall we? I won! I won! Ah! <laughs> <clears throat> Recapping our day's top story, the winner of today's state lottery is me, Kent Brockman. <clears throat> Can we get a shot of me? There you go. In other news, um... Uh, Tragic mix-up today in Cleveland. Many people killed. Uh, All right, three Christmas Day winners. Obviously, number one, Brooklyn. Uh, Realising that they have Patty Mills on their team, and uh, he's fucking amazing. To do that against the Lakers 
on Christmas Day in front of that audience against that team. I think I posted this, right? So the, like Paddy Mills sets the record for most threes made on Christmas Day. Hits eight. It's insane. He goes absolutely fucking spare. Paddy's just destroying them left, right, and center. You've got all the national media going, oh, wait, Paddy Mills is better than Russell Westbrook. And everybody in Australia is again, oh, over and over and over and over and over again, right? So Paddy does this. And I do believe I tweeted out. So it's amazing. It's a Christmas, Aussie Christmas miracle. It's easily the best performance we, as a nation, had one of our compatriots uh, deliver on the big NBA stage on Christmas Day. Uh, we've had a couple of okay Ben Simmons ones, but Patty has not had a game like this at all. And it really just does come down to the simple fact that Coach Greg Popovich never fucking used him correctly, and I'm still angry about it. So Patty Mills is the big winner. Brooklyn, to walk away from that game where the Lakers have two of their stars, LeBron James, Rusty Westbrook, Brooklyn have James Harden, no Kyrie Irving, no KD, and Patty Mills just goes, all right, fuck it. Just fuck around, kick some ass. I think I tweeted out again, all Patty Mills does is chew gum and kick ass, and today he was all out of gum. Number two, Giannis and the Bucks. I'll tell you what, so this entire sort of weird season for Millie Walker, I hear it's Algonquin for the good land, the way it's gone for them hasn't been great. They're the reigning champions, and I feel like this happens, right? And it's fucking wildly annoying if you're not a fan, essentially, of the Lakers or the Heat when they were winning titles, right? And the Warriors, right? So when you've got big dynastic teams that take up all the fucking oxygen in the room, and then you have title winners like the Raptors in 2019 or the Bucks last year, they spend like the next year kind of basically being almost shunted aside with everybody going, oh yeah, they're the reigning champions. That's fucking weird, isn't it? It's like, no, they were the best team. Remember, we were losing our shit about how they won the fucking title. But Giannis and the Bucks, with all the injury weirdness, the COVID weirdness, Giroux, Mitty, Giannis sort of in and out of the lineup at times, when they've been together, they've been fucking unstoppable. And this was just a great moment in that win against the Celtics where Wes Matthews, Goes to a team that, well, goes back to a team that actually appreciates him rather than, you know, former teams that he may have been on who treat him like shit. Like his, uh, but that was just amazing for him to step up in that moment, hit the biggest shot of Christmas Day, basically. That was fucking gnarly. Wes Matthews is a winner, but moreover than that, it's like the Giannis comes back from COVID. Uh, he was talking about some of the symptoms he had dealt with, but he didn't lose his uh, <laughs> taste or smell. He did make a big funny joke about his uh, nose, which is good. Good on you, Giannis. Uh, but that was an awesome win against the Celtics. And really, I feel like all of us are winners because on Christmas Day, if both the Lakers and the Celtics are losing, that's amazing because it's just two of the most annoying, fucking loud, shitty fucking fan bases out there having a sook. And the last winner is obviously the Warriors because they just went out there and smashed it. They killed Phoenix down the stretch who just didn't score. What was it? Last three minutes, they just didn't score. Uh, and it wasn't even all because of Steph Curry at the end. It was, fuck, he had 33, which is gnarly. That's also the first time he's cracked 20 points in nine Christmas games. That's fucking crazy to think about, isn't it? Anyway, uh, Otto, I like to get blood to Porter. Seven points, hits those back-to-back shots. It's just, come on. That was amazing. The Warriors regained the top spot in the NBA over the top of the Suns. Love to see it, but that was just a really, really, really fun game. Because, I'll tell you what, it was also just a really good uniform matchup. 
You've got those Phoenix City jerseys. You got the weird Warriors ones. It just felt fucking holiday-ish, didn't it? Yes. Yes, it did. Either way. Uh, and I'll tell you who else is a winner. Big Cock Jock. Josh Giddy. Patty Thrills. The Boomers. We're going to fucking win every medal. How good are they at the moment? I love this. Anyway, let's go do some weekend Christmas lunasers. We're not losers. No, you two are winners. Big winners. When I grow up, I want to marry a big winner like you guys. Shut up. Loser. 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 All right, losers time. Boston. Oh, jeez. The Celtics. What was that? What was that? What the hell was that? What was that? What the hell was that? They basically had that game. And then they didn't. And they shit it away. And it's just another Tatum game where you're like, is he good? Is he is he good? Tell me. Is he good? He went 7 of 20 in that game. He has his 25 points. You're like, well, he had 25 points in a Christmas Day game, but he's only 19, Jimmy. He's like, well, he's not 19 anymore for all the jokes I make about it, but 7 of 20, it's just, ugh, this team is frustrating. Look, sure, they're also sort of, you know, down a couple of bodies thanks to the Rona, but this is a Bucks team where Giannis is coming back. He has 36, 12, and 5. Middleton and Holiday both have 17. Off they go. Bobby Portis is somehow back, and he drops 16, 10, and 4 on them. And it's like, Boston... I just don't know if you're good. I just don't know. I can't trust it. Nobody else can. Uh, but my favorite part in terms of weekend losers, it, this is also basically pantsing of the weekend, right? Marcus Smart. Giannis goes over the top of him, gets the and one, and he's just screaming, I can't fucking stand that pussy. I can't fucking stand this fucking pussy. Look at him. Trying to take a charge. What a nerd. Love that. Love it. I'm all, I'm all for it. Like, just people calling out, the blokes who step in front of people trying to take a charge. Oh, but they're sacrificing their body. No, they're basically gumming up the fucking works of basketball. Blow it out your ass. Ah, uh, number two, Isaiah Thomas. Oh, talk about a Christmas loser. This one stunk, didn't it? Uh, so Isaiah Thomas, the king in the fourth, is no longer a Los Angeles Laker. They're not bringing him back. They're not bringing him back. Well, he didn't play in the game against the Nets. So you th- sort of thought that this might be on the cards. And uh, Malik Monk was actually pretty handy when they... Uh, when he, yeah, like 20 points in the game. Anyway, uh, but still, Isaiah Thomas won't do a second day, 10 day with the Lakers. So off he goes. I also love that um, whoever reports this, like Shams and co, they're like, oh, we need to tickle the balls of the Lakers and say that, oh, the Lakers really enjoyed him. Uh, they were pretty, pretty psyched on having him, but they just can't... Oh, it's a bit of a roster squeeze like, yes, yes, Shams, we know that you have to tickle the balls of your masters and uh, off you go, right? You know, you're working out there for clutch. I mean, sorry, the athletic. <laughs> Who's pulling the strings? Anyway, but Isaiah Thomas, that's a tough one. That's a big weekend Christmas loser. And of course, sticking with the same thing, number three, Rusty and the Lakers. That was just... Talk about heartbreaking games, right? Like where LeBron plays out of his fucking skin... You turn around, the Lakers are now 16 and 18. They've lost five straight. They got absolutely blown up by Patty Thrills. And I think watching that game, though, right, with the Lakers, the Nets, for a weird team that the Nets are, and for a weird dude just in general that James Harden is, where it's like, 
I just don't know who he's got a chemistry with, if anybody, right? And like KD, when he's playing out there, you sort of get the feeling they're a big together group. But this one, it felt very much like Patty and just like the weird bench gang that they're rolling out there was pretty gnarly. And then the flip side was the Lakers. It's like LeBron's kicking ass, taking names, and no one else is doing shit. Rusty's basically the mole, submarining every chance they've got to do anything. And they've got zero chemistry, zero depth. None of them work around LeBron, which is the fucking biggest head-scratcher out of all this. And I don't know, look, I don't know about you. I'm no math magician, and nor am I actually the current GM of an NBA team, let alone the Lakers. This might come as a shock to you. But at the same time, if I had LeBron James, here, here's just my secret. I would probably just sign dudes who work around him. Oh, but man, Wayne Ellington. If you've watched Wayne Ellington play at fucking any point in the last six years, you'd be like, yeah, he has like three good games a year and the rest of the time he fucking sucks. Same thing goes for Kent Bazemore. What are you doing? Meanwhile, you let Patty Mills go to fucking like Brooklyn like a bunch of idiots. Good job, Lakers. And he comes around, kicks your ass, takes your name. So don't have to tell you, but you guys are idiots. And the Lakers, it couldn't happen to a better franchise. 16 and 18, you hate to see it at Christmas. Oh, <laughs> I feel like bad Santa. Yeah, it's like, who's naughty or nice? It's like, well, the, this is what you get for the Lakers. If you trade away your young core for Anthony Davis, you sacrifice your uh, future for a bubble fucking Mickey Mouse title, and then you've got old-ass LeBron, you bring in one of his best mates because you're only listening to him, and he's like, nah, man, we need Russell Westbrook. And everyone's like, well, that's a dumb idea. And he's like, nah, we're doing it. And you're like, well, guess what? <laughs> you just made the naughty or nice list, and you were naughty. Right. Let's do a, uh, that's the knife, the NBA Australia Pro Performance of the Night. <laughs> that's not a knife. That's a knife. Oh, we had a couple of good ones, didn't we? Joel Embiid today was actually pretty gnarly. 36-14. Shot 12 or 17 today. Uh, Steph had 46 back on Friday. Don't know if you remember that. He was also pretty good at Christmas, 33. LeBron James had that 39-9-7 against the Nets. It was all for naught. Uh, Giannis had the 36-12-5. He was awesome, but it was Wes Matthews with the dagger. <laughs> Love that. And Kemba. How is Kemba Walker? The dude's out of the rotation. Tibbs is like, fuck him. I, I hate him. I fucking hate him. And then, uh, meanwhile, Kemba just fucks around, gets a triple-double on Christmas, which was gnarly. Uh, 10, 10, 10, uh, 10, 10, and 12. Of course, he didn't play great. He shot 3 of 12, but whatever. And he had, what, 44 the other night, or the other day, on Friday, which is just crazy. But, I mean, we've got to give... Well, there's a couple of good ones. Jokic as well today against the Clippers, 26, 22, and 8. That's a bloody good game. Of course, the Clippers don't have any of the good players. So, Harden with the 36, 10, and 10 against the Lakers on Chrissy. That's cool. That's a cool story, bro. But Patty fucking Mills. Patty. Patty fucking Mills. Bro, did you see Patty? Did you fucking see Patty? Patty fucking Mills! What a super duper star. I love this game more than just about anything. Drops 34 points and also dunks on everybody when it's like, hey man, is that like, you know, I reckon he's playing the best he's ever played. And Patty's like, fuck off. Did you see me in the Olympics, you dork? That was amazing. Patty, you're an absolute legend. Uh, goes for the 34, shoots at 11 of 17. Absolutely smokes it. 8 of 13 from downtown. 4 of 4 at the stripe. 2 rebounds, 7 assists, and 
zero turnovers. What a fucking game! This is going straight to the pool room. I believe this is a knife, sir. And Patty Mills is like, nah, whips out his hog and a giant knife and goes, that's a fucking knife. Spud of the night, though. Spud, 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 it is spud of the night. Oh, spud of the night. Sloppy dick. Oh, BJ Johnson went 0 of 5 on Friday. Enjoyed that. I just like talking about BJ Johnson because uh, <laughs> calling him sloppy dick is just funny. Like, it is. It's just objectively fucking funny. Deal with it. <laughs> uh, Grace and Ellen on Christmas Kill Me went 0 of 4. Bogdan Bogdanovich went 2 of 12, which is always great. And uh, I don't know. Like, in terms of other weird shitty performance, like Duncan Robinson back on Friday went 0 of 6. Gordy Haywood went 1 of 10. I think we had a 1 of 11 showing for Willie Hernan Gomez. But, of course, spot of the night. Spud of Christmas, it's the guy everyone's just spent the last couple of days ragging on, which also makes him Old Mate No Mates. 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 Oh, who's got No Mates today? Russell Westbrook. When LeBron has to use his pet reporters, so Shams is, you know, working for uh, Clutch. And uh, LeBron's also got Dave McMenamin in his pocket, right? So he's like, nah, LeBron still believes in Rusty. Nah, 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 LeBron still thinks he's good. And then, like, their voice gets higher and higher and higher. It's like, nah, I don't think he's going to get traded. It's like, nah, he's, he's fucked. He's fucked. Four of 20 from the floor on Christmas Day. Holy shit, Russell. Look, you know me. I love Russell Westbrook. I think the chaos engine is awesome. I think it's fun. But you can't go 4 of 20 from the floor on Christmas Day and expect to get no blowback. Like, holy shit. He shot 4 of 15 in the restricted area. Like, I love that this got pointed out that missing 11 times in the restricted area is the most time most times in a game by a guard since the last time Rusty did it uh, in 2020. And nobody else has done it in the last 10 seasons. So, not ideal. And uh, my favorite one, though, the old mate, no mates, where you can just point at this and go, what the fuck? How is he the only dude doing this? Rusty played 37 minutes on Christmas and was somehow a minus 23. LeBron played 40 minutes and was a plus nine. Mathematically, I feel like I just don't know how that happens. How can Rusty in 37 minutes be minus 23? LeBron plays 40 minutes and he's a plus nine. It boggles the mind, but that's how maths work, and that's how they fucking lost. Oh, jeez. Uh, pantsing of the night. I mean... Yeesh. LeBron in the clutch, getting dunked on. On Christmas. By Nick Claxton, question mark? That's one of those classic record scratch moments where it's like, you can see the look in his face is like... Yep. That's me. I guess you're wondering how I got here. <laughs> well, I'm about to turn 37, and I've got some dude named Nick Claxton now dunking on me on Christmas, uh, which was a clutch-as-fuck dunk BT does by Claxton that won them the game, essentially, with an N1. But um, the bit of a pantsing down the stretch for the Suns, right? Failing to score for three minutes. That was absolutely brutal. Bit of a tough one. What are you going to do? But either way. Uh, yeah, I just... 
in terms of the pantsings, there was a few. Just a, <laughs> a few. But I'm just going to leave it at that because I think Rusty basically out there pantsing himself. LeBron getting dunked up by Claxton and Phoenix just down the stretch. Like, they made the finals last year and everyone's like, oh, we've still got a chip in our shoulder. We're still playing hard. And it's like, yeah, well... Just go out and win this game, and we might believe in you a little bit more. Just saying. Right, what about better than Lonzo Ball? Lonzo was the best player in high school. He was the best player in college. You think you're going to get to the pros and be like, I made it to the pros, now I can be average. We're coming for everybody. Ah, oh, better than Lonzo. How about the Shea Redder? That's right, Shai Gilgis-Alexander. Shea, absolutely fuck. He's got more wins and less total losses than Luca. Trey Young and DeAndre Ayton, I'm just saying. Uh, but today dropped 31, 4, and 5, and he also had three blocks. Oh, not bad. Good size. 0, 10, and 10 for Giddy, as I mentioned. Uh, how about Omer Yurt 7? He was awesome for Miami. 16 points, 15 rebounds, and 2 assists today against the Magic Men. Yurt 7. He was awesome. First game as a starter. He drops to 16 and 15. Watch out, fucking Moses Malone over here. And uh, Calden Johnson at 27 points today, 10 of 12 shooting, 4 of 4 from downtown, a team high, plus 25. And, of course, Lonzo's in the, uh, you know, protocols. So, I don't know. <laughs> it's a bit of a tough one. You don't want to shit on him, so get well soon, Lonzo. Uh, and finally, Dickhead of the Weekend. Dickhead of the Week! Dickhead of the Week and... Uh, should we give it to LeBron? I don't want to give it to LeBron, but LeBron's out here making excuses. Oh, everybody has been suffering from COVID, <laughs> apart from the Warriors and the Suns, and that's why they're so good. Shut up, idiot. Oh, have a fucking sook. I never really bought into the Le Sook narratives, etc., but Jesus, this year it's fucking overtime. All right, we'll do some quick yeah nahs, and then we'll just get the fuck out of here. Holiday show right after this. This is Matthew Delvedover, and you're listening to NBA Australia. Righto, yeah nahs, uh, usually brought to you by thedailyliquor.com. Uh, I think you'll have to wait a little bit to get your deliveries. But either way, thedailyliquor.com, East Ninth Brewing. Look, just get a free six-pack when you bang in the code Straya. Be in Melbourne, because it's for the metro Melbourne area. Same-day delivery if you order before noon, uh, once they're all back, <laughs> which might be in a week or two. Either way, go check it out, thedailyliquor.com. They rule. We love them. Uh, some yenars. Here we go. Some uh, listening yenars. Luke Fragona, Jimmy, he screamed at me. Has Jock Landau played himself into a regular spot on the roster after all this COVID shit starts calling Dan? Is... Greg, anti-Australian pop, still at the helm after all. Fuck that guy. But yeah, nah, yeah. Uh, so, oh no, so the second half was, it is Greg, anti-Australian pop, still at the helm after all. So does Jock survive this stretch where he comes back and, uh, you know, well, the rest of the players for the Spurs come back and he actually keeps his spot? Yeah, nah. I am fascinated by this, right? Because the Spurs... In terms of their depth, they were playing a shit ton. Look, Thad Young uh, sort of being out of the rotation, uh, the vibe of Teenage Mutant Jakob Pertl, Jock Landale, Drew Eubanks. Essentially, that's their big rotation, right? Like Pertl, Landale, Eubanks. And they're playing a shit ton of Kelton Johnson, basically at the power forward spot, because Thad Young's sort of old as fuck. 
I kind of think, yeah, I think Jock may have just at least solidified himself in the exact spot that he's in, right? Like his first big off the bench. I reckon Pop might have had enough of Eubanks. But the way he's been playing, it's like, how can you not? He's just set literally like two back-to-back games of new NBA career highs. He's dropped a 13 and 8 against the Lakers on Friday. And then today he goes 18 against Detroit with five rebounds as well. Like, it's insane. So, it's just, the tricky part is you never know with the Spurs, right? You might just go, oh, Pop might just change his mind and go, actually, if we're going to make a run for the playoffs, I better play Drew Eubanks. Fucking Drew Banks, who's never done shit in all his time. And, uh, you know, two years in the NBA for Drew Banks, and he's just a bit shit. Fuck him. I just think like Pop might even be able to uh, lean on Landau a little bit, and I think that's what we're seeing. And I think it's great, and I think it's warranted because he's delivering. I reckon. Well, here we go. We'll just move on to Jesse Kakao. So Jesse Kakao goes, yeah, nah. Is Rockham Sockham Blockham Jockham Landau way better than Scabby Yakub Pertle? I can't tell if I'm being biased or an Aussie boy, or maybe it's just straight up the Jockham is fuckloads better. Yeah, nah. I don't know if look. Jakob, Teenage Mutant Jakob Pertle. So Jesse Kakao, this is a really good question because Pertle is good, I think. The problem is, all Jock does is come in and deliver. Like, fucking... He hasn't missed a three in four games. He's gone five of five from downtown. Pertle leaves a lot to be desired defensively, but I reckon he's probably... He's very much so more solid than Landale at the moment because Landale's played like 15 NBA games in his entire career, you know? So, Pirtle right now is the better player. Would I be surprised if Landale ends up being better than Pirtle? No, because we've all seen how good Landale can be. And I think in a good coaching system like in San Antonio that plays to his strengths, if... Popovich doesn't fuck Landau over like he did Bangers and Patty and not utilize them to their full abilities. I reckon it could be awesome. This sort of goes back to Fragona's, uh, Luke, Luke Fragona's uh, question about how he's played him to a regular spot. I think Landau has, and I think it'll stay that way. And I think that's like the exact perfect level for him for a bit of this season, right? You know, 15, 17, 20 minutes a game, spelling Pirtle, and then we'll see what bloody well happens. I fucking love it though. I love it. Uh, Brad McEgan, is Gazy just pitching gids at this point with his uh, Gazy 1 shoes? Yeah, nah, I love this. McEgan just sent through a bunch of pictures of the new Gaze colorways, and they're basically just OKC colors, <laughs> which I just assume is Gazy going, hey, Wazza, can you just slip these into Jock's, Josh's uh, locker and just make him wear them for a game? <laughs> get that get that big W sponsorship money, Josh Giddy. I love it. Uh, and there's another one, Brad McGegan, another one for you. Friend of the show, Dave Anderson, will be the next player to come back and sign a 10-day. Could still comfortably give you a 15, 5, and 5 while giving off major daddy vibes. Yeah, Dave Anderson, to be honest, <laughs> it wouldn't be the most odd thing that's happened in uh, Dave Anderson's career to get the tap on the shoulder right now. He, like, when he actually retired, like, I thought that was fucking hilarious because they're just like, ah, oh, we just brought him back. And he's like, nah, I'm retired now. It's like Dave Anderson is one of the great guys in all of basketball, not just like, you know, in terms of Australians who are playing in the NBA. 
I still reckon he could go out there and give you some uh, quality minutes more so than some of these G League fucking lunatics. <laughs> I love that. Uh, McKeegan's also sent through a bunch of yeah nahs for us to use during the next uh, week or so. And uh, some of them are fucking great. So I'm looking forward to using those uh, the next episode and the one after because McKagan's just delivered the goods. Uh, I don't know. What do you reckon? Well, should we do the previews for the next run of games? I reckon we should. I just want to get the fuck out of here and get back to drinking fucking beeros. And uh, so let's tally up some uh, from the picks. So today's picks, these are from the bets that I made. We went five of eight today, which is all right, on the eight games. I think it was eight. I hope I've got that right. I've gone five. Yep. Uh, picked Miami, Cavs, Philly, missed on the Grizz, OKC, nailed the Spurs, thought India would take care of Chicago, and uh, won the Denver game. Uh, so five of eight then. We went three of five on Christmas. Hmm, that's not bad. Could have done a bit better, but oh well. Uh, so what's that? Eight of 13. And then, oh, so of 23... We've gone 12 or 23 in the run because we went 4 of 11 on Friday, which isn't ideal. I'll tell you that much. Um, what do you reckon? Outback Takeouts. We could also do a little quick Outback Takeouts. What do you reckon? Because it's Monday at Outback. And you know what you do in Christmas? Like the day after the day after. <laughs> I don't know. You just This is just, mate, it's just fucking leftovers. Shut up. That's right. It's Outback Takehouse. You're paying for food, but it's just our fucking leftovers. Eat a dick, you morons. Only at Outback. It's the true Aussie way, isn't it? Today's flame grill take is... The NBA should 100% have the final round of their goddamn tournament, in-season tournament, culminate on Christmas. What are you doing, you fucking idiots? Wake up to yourselves, NBA. Listen to Jimmy. Only... At Outback. Uh, Australian Player Watch is very easy for today. I mean, obviously, Patty Mills already covered that. Um, I mean, 34, 7 assists, 2 rebounds, 11 to 17 shooting, 8 threes. He was amazing. That's an equal career-high 34 for Patty. What an absolute weapon. Uh, Jingles, he had 16, 4, and 5 against Minnesota on the on Friday, which was gnarly, but then had a bit of a uh, rough shooting day against the Mavs. Yesterday on uh, Boxing Day with a two-point, two-rebound, six-assist game. He shot one of six from the floor, 0 of two from three. But Jingles will come good. Aussie Matty, two. In that loss to the Hawks back on Friday, he had eight points, three rebounds, two assists, two blocks, and a steal because he's a fucking weapon. Shot four of eight from the floor. Missed all three of his threes, though. And then today against the Wizards, went for zero points, four rebounds, three assists, a block, and, a, and two steals. And 0 of one from the floor, which was a three-pointer. Matty T out there crushing it. That's a uh, good win today for the Sixers, but tell you what, really reckon they wish they'd uh, beaten the Hawks team on Friday. Josh Giddy, I already mentioned this. He went for the 0-10 and 10, which was absolutely remarkable. Back on Friday, he had 17.6 rebounds and two assists and a steal. Went 7 of 17 from the floor. The crazy thing today with the 0.10 rebound, 10 assist game in a block, he went 0 of 8 from the floor, 0 of 2 from downtown. It's just a couple of those ones were like, oh, they just rolled out. Fuck, brutal. But goddamn, an 0-10 and 10 game was actually pretty, more, like, probably more memorable than having like a 6-10 and 10, you know what I'm saying? So good on you, gids. You love to see it. And, well, Josh Green still out there in the uh, COVID protocols. You hate to see it. You just want him back, don't you? 
And of course, as I mentioned, Rock'em, Sock'em, Block'em, Jock'em, Big Cock, Jock, Landale, 13, 8, and 3. That was a new run of career highs, the 13 and the 8, the 13.8 rebounder effort against the Lakers on Friday. He shot 5 of 7 from the floor, 1 of 1 from downtown, 2 of 2 at the line. Two career highs, you love to see that. And then, boom, today blows one of them out of the water with 18 points in 17 minutes against the Pistons. 7 of 9 from the floor. He was unreal. Five rebounds, three assists, and a block. Absolutely bloody well smashed it. Big cock jock. Big cock jock. Uh, the Andrew Gay's Gray Mumber Award for outstanding achievement in the field of excellence. That'd just go to Patty Mills. I mean, what are we doing here? It's also a great moment in NBA Australia State history. It's also a Shane Hill shoot a shoot, shoot your shot, light him up award. Let's do them all together right now. He threw it down. Are you healed? Are you healed? Praise the Lord, I'm healed. Great moments in NBA Australia State history. Andrew Gay's Grey Mumba. That was a mess. <laughs> but all, all Patty Mills, you love to see that. Uh, in terms of the Patty Mills Game Day Baller Game Day Twitter appreciation uh, for this week, this is also just Jock Landau. Just some good uh, IG posting at the moment from Rock'em Sock'em. I love this. Good to be home, wines in hand. Yeah, just wandering around, bit of wine, hanging out. You love to see that. Greeny, he's out here. Hope everyone had an amazing Christmas. Looks like he's out of the protocols. He's doing stuff now again. He's hanging out with Boban. Loving that. Gids, he's out there. Rookie of the month. Got his trophy. Love to see that. Good shit. And, of course, Patty. It's always going to be Patty. It's the Patty Mills Game Day Baller Game Day Twitter check-in. This is his IG stories. He's flexing for the cameras. He's absolutely putting it all over everywhere. And he's got actually a great photo of the Nick Claxton dunk over the top of LeBron with Patty Mills himself saying, iconic Christmas moment. And uh, he also got a guitar, so good shit. All right, game previews for... I reckon we'll do the next couple of days. We'll see how we go. We might end up uh, recording Wednesday or Thursday. I don't know what we're going to do this week. See how we go. See how much relaxing I can do. All right, Tuesday. Oh, wait. Inadvertent Bane. Game previews. Game previews. Thanks, Inadvertent Bane. Not a problem, Jimmy. How was your weekend? Ah, it was Chrissy. It was fucking great. I got a, uh, what did I get? One of those Star Wars Republic gunships from, uh, what was it? Attack of the Clones. God, I'm excited about that. Also got an impact drill. Fuck. Yes. Fucking love a good impact drill. Oh, <laughs> uh, mate. She got her fucking crap done. So a couple of pairs of shoes. I got her this awesome uh, sun lounger deck chair from uh, Matt Blatt. Fucking hell. It is nice. Might have to steal that. Anyway, so as I said, what do we go? I think it was 12 or 23 in the end with the picks, wasn't it? Yeah, 12 or 23. So that leaves us at, this is where we need the NBA Australia uh, merch of a fucking calculator for my stupid brain. So 268, is that right? 268 for the season of 481, I believe. Yeah, that sounds right. 481. All right, cool. Woo! Let's have a look at some of the odds for tomorrow and uh, do some picks and some previews for these games. How much cricket are you watching as well? I'm watching a shit ton. This is great. Good game. Um, where? Uh, there we go. There are the Lions. Houston, they go to Charlotte tomorrow. The Hornets are five and a half point favorites in Charlotte. I'm taking that. Um, they're good. Houston are not. 
The Bulls take on the Hawks. The Hawks have got no one left. Uh, the Bulls at least have Zachy Cakes, Adam Levine. They are playing on a back-to-back one. I'm going to take the Bulls minus four and a half in Atlanta. Boston, they go to Minnesota. Minnesota without anybody. Uh, you have to take the Celtics minus eight and a half, don't you? Ugh. That's a lot of points on the road. It really is. Don't get to take it. San Antonio have been playing everybody tough now. I'm going to take them plus seven and a half against Utah at home. Utah, look, without Donnie Mitchell, it's fascinating to see how this goes, but getting seven and a half points in uh, San Antonio for the Spurs, I'm going to take that because all they're doing at the moment is kicking everybody's ass. The Suns, they host the Memphis Grizzlies. They're nine and a half point favorites. Dylan Brooks is now out for Memphis, but I'm going to take the Grizz. They just fight. And I think the Suns, We'll be out for a bit of a revenge. They'll win this, but I think the Grizz will uh, make them work for it. Mavs, they go to Portland. Portland are one and a half point favorites against the Mavs at home. Portland, we all know that they are very good at home, so I might take the Blazers there, minus one and a half, uh, to rack one up. And the Nets, they play the Clippers in LA. I'm taking the Nets because the Clippers have nobody left. And uh, four and a half point favorites of the Nets. Gimme Harden and Patty and Co. It's a long, uh, you know... Nice little stint there in LA for them. And then Wednesday's games, we've got Millie Walker going to Orlando. Give me the Bucks. Miami host Washington. I'm taking the heat. Philly go to Toronto just to bust it up. Raptors team, give me Philly. The Lakers, they go to Houston. That's the get right game of all get right games, isn't it? Give me the Lakers. The Knicks, they go to Minnesota. The Knicks will win that. Uh, Cleveland, they go to New Orleans. I'll take the Cavs. Denver go to Golden State uh, without Draymond couple of other dudes. I think you have to go Denver. Even though they've only got Yoka, they're sort of used to playing shorthanded. This is going to be very tough for Golden State. So I'll take the Nuggets. And then finally, OKC go to Sacramento on Wednesday. Give me OKC. Holy shit. And you know what? That'll do us for today. That'll do us for the next couple of days. I reckon, I reckon we'll be back Wednesday or Thursday. If we do a Thursday show rather than a Wednesday uh, we might even do that. We we'll, might even actually, yeah, maybe we'll do that because we might set you up for the weekend on a Thursday show, unless something crazy happens in between and uh, I run in and do a show about something. Maybe Ben Simmons gets traded. So while we're here, we'll do our Thursday picks. Righto. So Thursday's games we have Knicks at Pistons. Give me the Knicks. Hornets Pacers. Oof. Charlotte at Indy. Who's gonna win that? That sucks. Uh, I will go. Charlotte, fuck it. Clippers, they go to Boston. Boston will take care of that. Chicago host Atlanta. Chicago win. Grizzlies host the Lakers. Surely the Lakers have to come out on that, on top of that one. If they don't, LeBron is just going to put Rusty on a greyhound and like leave him in Memphis. Go make your own way home, dickhead. Miami go to San Antonio. I think I'll take the Miami Heat there. Uh, Thunder, they take on Phoenix. Phoenix will win that. Jazz Trailblazers in Portland. Jazz without Donnie. Give me Portland just to do some weird shit and just win a couple of games back-to-back against good teams. And then finally, Dallas go to Sacramento. There you go. Look at that. We got there in the end. All right, so I reckon we'll do a show on Thursday then this week. We'll take a couple of days off, chill out, do a Thursday show, set up the weekend for you, cover off any other news. Yeah, it sounds good, doesn't it? Give Jimmy a little bit of an actual break. Fuck yes. Let's go. I love that. I'm my own boss. But I don't know. I feel like I'm asking my own permission. It's very weird. I'm a diligent worker. Could I have a couple of days off, boss man? (laughs) All right. We'll see you on Thursday. In the meantime, look, I'm still on the uh, social, so check out the Twitter, Face the IG. Uh, Smash NFL Australia with myself and Gaz. We will still be doing a show this week as well. Uh, Go, you know, if you want to 
get into the old wrestling as well. Adam with World Wrestling Straight Up. He's wrapped up his year on YouTube. Go smash that. Smash FWCIE on Twitter as well. NBAstraight.com slash shop. Get your merch. Get your merch. Check us a rating review on your podcast app. Go on. Manscaped. Use the code Straight. Get 20% off from free shipping. TheDailyLicker.com. Use the code Straight. Get a free six-pack if you're in Melbourne and over 18. And Noble. Download that from your app store. Bang in the code Straight. We'll get 20% off. All right. Uh, big thanks go to From Oslo. For the intro and outro song, they rule. So does their new band, House Hats. Uh, big thanks go to Joshua De Laurentiis, Fascinator, Goldmines, Ramshackle Army, Iowa, Sex Jedi, Green, 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 and Dozer for all the tunes you hear throughout the show. Smash them all on Bandcamp, Triple J and Earth, Facey, Apple Music, Spotify. How is it? You know, stay in touch with all your bands and shit. Either way, NBA Australia supports Australian bands. So should you. And that's it. Nothing to finish off with today. It's just a holiday show. Uh, so we'll speak to you on Thursday, you dickheads. In the meantime, look after yourselves, would you? Later, Zed, no. <laughs>